Hey y'all! We're backstage at the Bluebird because it's a Friday night. Is it a Friday night? Well, it's a Friday, anyway. It's a um, Friday night. Yeah. It could be a Thursday morning. I'm it could host. be a Wednesday weekday. I'm I'm your host, Johnny Ellis, and with me as always is Mr. Andrew Jones. Now, I'm going to be weird this episode because it's uh, now been just over 24 hours since I've had my first shot of vaccine. Vaccine, oh, vaccine, right. vaccine. As <laughs> Dolly, of course, sang in her yep. iconic video, and uh, we stand her so hard. She's, 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 she is so good. I'm, it's glad. I'm glad we got two of her now. You wouldn't have got the vaccine if, if she hadn't. Got wouldn't it. have got the vaccine. Uh, you know what? I'm still not sure if I'm going to get the second one until you know, <laughs> until Scarlett O'Connor posts a video. Right. Then I know, like you're both of them. Well, I, 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 I don't mean. You know, I want it to be Scarlett. I want the character. Ah, right. I was going to say, I keep an eye on Claire Bowen's social media so I can let you know as soon as it happens. As long as she goes in character. If she's not going in character, I have no interest. Sorry, I'll, let, Sorry. I'll let her know. Yeah, let her know that I have no interest <laughs> until she goes as Scarlet into the things. And Scarlet, you know, around season one, season two, in which I'd recognise her, not whatever happens by season six, in case, you know, she's had like some sort of haircut change. <laughs> Although, talk- this episode. What are you talking about? I don't know what you're on about. Um, this episode. That. <laughs> It's weird. It's weird and confusing. Very confusing to me. I don't know how to deal. We'll talk um, about it, but I don't know how to deal. Well, yes, we will, because we are talking... Uh, where, season, where are we? Season 2, episode uh, 4. We are backstage, we backstage at the Bluebird. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> thought I'd said that already. No, I got um, on a dolly rough. Yep. It was the um, dolly problem. Dolly is never a problem. She's no, no, the iconic dolly problem. You know, <laughs> you've uh, you, do you switch lanes on dolly to uh, run over one person? And save a hundred souls, or do you let uh, Dolly run over a hundred souls? <laughs> what is she going to do? And if you if you replace parts of Dolly over its lifetime, is it if still you, if, the same Dolly? Yeah, if you you know if you augment her body, is she still Dolly Parton? Yeah. Or is she just a little bit Dolly? A <laughs> little bit rock. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Um, well, we are talking season two, episode four. Uh, you're no angel yourself. Fudge you. <laughs> all right wait wait let me let me try it again season two episode four um uh you're not angel yourself okay mm-hmm. okay wow um, <laughs> directed oh. um by julie abar a- 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 yeah it's h e with an accent b-e-r-t i think it's all with an accent it's julie um this is her second of two episodes. I want oh, that's to say. it. So this is the last time we can make jokes about surnames. I don't know. I think I wrote that down. Right? Hold on, I'm double checking now because I'm sure it's four episodes, not two. And maybe my finger just slipped while I was typing there. Um, what you're but... ill-equipped to perform this? <laughs> I'm not ill-equipped, thank you very much. I've got almost three full pages of notes. It's it's getting longer and longer the more I do this. So am um, but uh, she directed um, season one, episode sixteen, "I Saw Light." Um, and I she's also um, written for ER, West Wing, Numbers, The Good Wife. Sorry, what? High Castle. ER, Num- West Wing. Number Thrillers. Num- number Thrillers. Number Yeah, second second of four episodes. I do apologise. Um, she's got two more coming up. One at the end of the season and one next season. So I look forward uh, to us doing Herbert worthy <laughs> jokes for the rest of that time. I will um, become a real Herbert. 
and uh, written by Wendy Calhoun, uh, her third of four episodes after um, season one, episode seven and episode 16. Um, And yes, indeed. Uh, She's written for Justified, um, Empire, Prodigal Son, and she wrote uh, the Battlefield Hardline game. I have like to write games. Watched one of those shows, and I have played none of those games. <laughs> um, the title comes uh, from a Kitty Wells song, uh, who I'd never heard of before. But I had a look at her, Katie um, Wells. Kitty, Kitty yeah, Wells. That's a lowercase K, lowercase T. <laughs> but um, I, I had a quick look at her on a um, Wikipedia, and she's got a lot of achievement. She was the first uh, female country artist to have a number one record on the charts okay first solo female country artist oh yeah um, couldn't do it in a group first female country, up other women could you first female country artist to sell one million records that's impressive first first woman to headline a major tour yeah first woman to head, headline a syndicated television variety show uh, voted top country. <laughs> how, how often is that getting beaten these days? I how, know. Many, how many syndicated variety shows are we <laughs> are in the mix now? It's just she ruined the genre. Really, it's now on influx. Can't be stopped. Their streaming um, services just full of syndicated variety shows. <laughs> um, the uh, she was voted top country female artist for fourteen consecutive years. That's a run. She holds the record for single at number two on the charts with "Make and Believe" uh, for fifteen weeks. Macon, as in like Macon, Georgia, or Macon, yeah. Macon, oh. with, like, with an apostrophe. How good would it be if it was make, it was it was a pun based on Macon, Georgia, and Macon believe? It's like Macon believe, but also Macon believe, believe in <laughs> the, the to the city. That's a let's let's get that going. Yeah, let's get the uh, tourism board of Macon, Georgia. <laughs> um, well, first, and of course, get... it'd be sung by Macon Blair. <laughs> Let's um let's get into the episode because again a lot happens. Oh, what's the edit? What's our edit? Uh, oh, oh right, yeah. Sorry, I forgot you like the edits now. I'd like to know when in our lifetime. Right. Do this you want to have episode... a little guess? Um, this twenty thirteen. Okay. Uh, October twenty eighth. Oh no, October sixteenth. Oh, it's a couple of weeks ahead. Sorry, twenty seventeen. No, twenty thirteen. I just wanted to confuse you for a second. <laughs> I mean, what if this was uh, there was an episode of season this two of Happy lost. Endings, which which its its premiere was on E4 because it didn't actually air on NBC ABC wow. when it was airing. So in, in you know, until it went to streaming services, that show that episode didn't even exist whatsoever. So it could have been like that. It's just like oh, Maybe. it's just when, when they dropped the whole series on Hulu, this kind of pretty important pivot in storylines didn't even bother to pop up. Yeah, so people were confused about a couple of key things. <laughs> um, well. Yeah, a lot does happen in this uh, episode. Or, again, maybe my notes are just getting much longer. Your notes um, are getting much longer. There isn't much going on. But there's there's a couple of key things. Yeah. And they Let's all just talk with, about two things. Fa- they we'll all do with what I would refer to as Nashville's boy, beef house. The, <laughs> Nashville. the, boy, the, the boy bungalow. Oh, right, the boy bungalow. The boy bungalow. Is that, is that the, the sitcom title? It's again? the sitcom title. It's the boy bungalow. The boy bungalow. I like that. I like, I like boy bungalows. Yeah, boy bungalow. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure... Because uh, the important real... thing is there's no B stories to him because there's only one story to every bungalow and there's only one story to the boy bungalow. <laughs> wow. Right? I mean... We can pitch this. This is this is Adult Swim. <laughs> We're going for 11 minutes every um, week. What well, be- before we get to the boy bungalow, we've got quite a bit to cover because... um, Because it's photo shoot time. Uh, well, no, no, first... It's uh, not photo shoot time. It's not no, the first we, shot. 
No, the first shot is uh, Maddie. Big close up of Maddie. So uh, her pink. Was a big close up of someone else. Sorry. Her pink. Uh, no, Maddie with her. Oh big, my gosh! Big, yes. Her pink, she's pink to music. She's listening to not just any music. She's no, listening to Deacon Claiborne. Oh. Daddy Deacon Claiborne. No. Uh, she's listening to A Life That's Good. Um, That's good. Yeah. Nice song. Nice little song. Is it? Sounds like it was something that was quickly written on some sort of napkin or something. <laughs> None of that. It's, it's, it's like, you know, the idea for showgirls. It's just quickly written down on a napkin, sold, and then no one cared about it. Um, well, she's listening, but she's um, she's at her grandma's grave. She's in. <laughs> she's dancing on it, which is very inappropriate, because the rest of the family um, there as well. Yeah, well, Maddie, Maddie and, uh, well, Daphne and Daphne. Raina and Tandy are there. The girls. Um, the girls have gone to the see girls the girls who aren't in that loud yeah. boys bungalow, obviously. Uh, now, do you remember? Um, They've got to go to the girls' garage. Gram- do you remember Grandma Wyatt's name? Um, Irma. <laughs> no, are you kidding? Mademoiselle. <laughs> She's just listed as Mademoiselle. <laughs> um, uh, let's go for them. I'm going to say Renata. Uh, no, it was Virginia James Wyatt. Well, that's annoying because that's my mother's mother. name. Oh, yes. My name is Virginia James Wyatt. <laughs> uh, beloved uh, wife and mother, the, the gravestone says. Uh, now, 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 can I ask something? Yeah. Did she have a sister or brother who might have had a child? Would she also be a beloved aunt? Um, uh, if so, I hope they didn't get, you know, I don't know, Larry David to do the uh, vocal <laughs> obituary for that one. Didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> have you seen that curve? No, I've not seen any curve. Oh boy, beloved aunt. Guess what gets misprinted? <laughs> oh wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, we'll find out. Uh, Virginia died at forty-one years old, nineteen forty-two to nineteen eighty-three. I guess you might have been forty and not oh, hit her forty-first birthday. Um, uh, and um, so Maddie's listening to the song. She doesn't want to be involved in saying hi to this grandma that she never actually met. Um, turns out uh, Deacon wrote a life that's good about Raina because she asks. But Raina says, yeah, yeah, she, he, he wrote a song about me. Now let's uh, let's say hi to grandma. Um, and she says, I know you, you girls didn't know her, but uh, she thinks it's nice to have a relationship with a dead person. Yeah, um, I do. I have relationship with you. Wow. Hey, I'm just it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. I see um, the show for you and it's lining up. But, um... <laughs> but Raina has an idea now. She says, uh, how about you all be my date for uh, the symph- Symphony Gala? And uh, you know what they said? That's coming up. What, what did they symphony say? Symphony do Symphony day. Wow. Wow. Because it's Symphony day. <laughs> Keep trying. It's fine. Um, the, the, I may not be on symphony the Symphony best... Doodah Symphony Day. Are you going to blame the, the vaccine? Well, not just the vaccine. <laughs> I'm going to blame the vaccine. 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 Oh, God. Um, <laughs> so, Raina, Raina suggests that Maddie and Daphne can be the princesses of the ball. Uh, well, Maddie just says good big whoop. Uh, Daphne is excited, though. She's excited. So, we've, we've got that set up. We're going to be going to a, a symphony gala later. Um, meanwhile, uh, at Juliet, she's pulled up to her house and Glenn... Me and you, <laughs> I do think about you every night. Is that a thing? 
It is now. By the way, these are side effects. If you didn't know, this is what the side effect is. It's uh, oh, if you had your drones, your side effect is even more riffs, and none of them are hits. It's going to be a long episode, folks. Oh. <laughs> you think I was nothing but net then? Think of it now. I'm nothing of net. Well, Juliet's um, pulling up in her car at her place, and she sees uh, Glenn with a big, swanky, expensive car. Well, oh, Glenn thinking, can afford that kind of stuff. That's what oh, he does. Well, yeah. That's what Mr. Manager gets. Juliet's definitely not paying. She's definitely paying Glenn too much if he can afford that car. Turns out it's not his. It's, it's oh. Juliet's. It's a thank you Wait, gift from Charlie Wentworth. He stole the car. Did, what, did he race for <laughs> pink slips or something? Join us soon, eventually. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nashville episode of Fast and Furious coming up here. <laughs> Um, no, it turns out it was a gift from Charlie Wentworth. Charlie Remember Wentworth. the uh, the the guy that, that she did for? Yes, struggled to create a simple structure to stop him and his wife from the outdoors. <laughs> he put a couple of bits of wood together and then found a bit of plastic lying on the ground and put that over and said, <laughs> "There we go. This is our castle. We are king and queen on this land we've obtained squatters' rights to." Because they had no money. Poor things had well, no money. It turns out the million-dollar paycheck that he gave uh, Juliet wasn't enough, so he's given her a car as well. Um, uh, who just sleep um, to get that kind of gig? Juliet is more concerned with when is the tour going to be going back on. You know, which tour is that? Sorry, the red lips, white lies, white light, white lips, red lies, white lips, um, red. Oh my god! Now you're confusing me. <laughs> confusing what is what? What are red lies? Um, the 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 kind of lies that are written down. Because then you can read them and they're red. They're red lies. Ah, oh, thank you, I'm here. You sound like you just got the vaccine. <laughs> I wish. Um, so... <laughs> oh, I'm trying to keep it together here. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? Right, Juliet, Juliet wants to know when uh, Raina is going to be ready to carry, yeah. carry on the tour. Because um, Raina's, yeah, kind of part and parcel of the tour. And, yeah, and Raina, kind of and Raina is well enough to plug her new label all over town. She can talk all the time, so it's but, not like her vocal cords are damaged. But, well, Glenn's, Glenn points out the fact that, well, Raina didn't sing at the showcase, remember? She didn't sing, she just introduced uh, um, Scarlet. Yeah, because um, she knows so what's maybe, a good thing. Maybe maybe that she didn't sing because she can't sing, because she's... You know, her vocal cords are ripped to shreds. But if she can introduce someone, she can every sing. Week. Um, if she can... <laughs> Daniel Craig can sing, and he can also go, ladies and gentlemen, The weekend. <laughs> um, but uh, Juliet says, you know, that's what lip-syncing's for. Um, Raina might not have a new album, but Juliet does, and she needs to start, start selling that sucker. Is that what she says? Yeah. <laughs> I need to start selling that Raina, meanwhile, is still uh, at the graveyard. She's on her own this time. She's she's sat on the bench talking to her mum, who's not um, responsive because she's dead. Um, but you know, there's someone there. Who's that there? Why, it's Henry Golding. What's he saying? Look up! Oh, well, you can listen to our uh, commentary on that film. Yeah, uh, Last Christmas. That's the reference yeah. to Last Christmas, and not if you were thinking The Gentleman. <laughs> oh, I was thinking uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Of course you always think about Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> You've just seen Ray and the Last Dragon. <laughs> Um, well, she's uh, she's talking to her mum. She's saying how Maddie is the same age that she was when she lost her mum. Um, oh, so it's time. And Raina's not quite sure who she is right now because she can't sing. She thinks she's lost her voice, she says. Um, <laughs> and she doesn't Thomas know who she is. thinks he's lost his voice. <laughs> and she doesn't know who she is without it. 
Poor Raina. She, she's Raina James. She's, you know, doing well on iTunes at the moment. Her albums, <laughs> her best of album is doing really well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is it a greatest hits? Best of greatest hits. Best of so greatest it's, hits. It's the greatest hits, but it's the best of them. But it's. Did they actually release the greatest hits? I think so. I yeah. That was the whole point was that she wanted to have the other album with uh, Liam. Yeah. Yeah, but the other album. But the other that. album was based on the predication of having the greatest hits, right? Yeah. Oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Because then people are going to buy this and they're like, well, but this isn't all hits like the other last album. The last album was just like nonstop bangers. <laughs> this one's got a couple of good ones, but a couple of those ones that you don't remember. <laughs> it's very disappointing. It's like when Korn released their greatest hits and then they released another album two years later. It's like, <laughs> these are good, but they don't all have... I'm moving on. Um, Peggy is... Oh, yeah, uh... I'll the day with for 10 minutes. Okay, fine. <laughs> I thought this was a podcast where we were able to talk about music. <laughs> yeah, good music, thanks. As um, I said, Jonathan Davis. Uh, meanwhile, we're with, we're with Peggy. She's in the bathroom. Um, she is apparently oh, pregnant. dealing with first trimester queasiness. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, she's looking at a pregnancy test that says just, just says no. Well, that's a bad pregnancy test. She is deep within the weeds of this one. And then she takes another one and just says, just stop already. Just give it up. Wait, just give it up? Never rarely, <laughs> always, sometimes. That's how she got sometime. into this problem in the first place. Um, <laughs> Teddy uh, is, meanwhile, talking to the uh, head of the Congressional Exploratory Committee, uh, Rob what? Jensen, looking who is looking to retire next year. And Sorry, Teddy... Rob Jensen? Yeah. Teddy Jensen. might throw his hat in the ring. Will it be a cowboy hat? We don't know yet. It won't be a cow- Look, I've, I've, we've known Teddy for a, a year and a bit now. He's not a cowboy hat man. Yeah. He ain't no Will Lexington swaggering in on the high horse. Everyone in Nashville is a cowboy hat man. I, I, I think he, and I hate to say this to someone who's going to come out later, is a fedora wanker. At best. <laughs> who's that going to come up later? Oh, you know what? Actually, I think he's a backwards baseball cap boy. Ooh. He thinks he's cool by putting it around the other way, like he's in the nineties. <laughs> but it just looks, you know, very awkward on him. Um, well, his poll numbers are up, and uh, he comes from a long line. Don't of tell Peggy that. Um, <laughs> uh, but he says his father trashed the Conrad name when uh, he was in office, but we don't know how, why. But also, you know, Teddy kind of trashed the Conrad, Conrad yeah, name. Yeah, the Conrad name is not doing well for itself. Yeah. But he thinks he may be in position in a position to get it back. Mayor um, of Nashville. Yeah, that's not a good position. I'm sure he'll end up <laughs> saying, you know, "Hey, open up the city, give me the masks." One of those guys. He, he gives uh, Peggy his mother's Stop ring. Stop the steal, he'll say. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, what if a, 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 a cast member of Mr. Show might come down to the Capitol <laughs> riots and destroy everyone's reputation for sketch comedy and, and crush their childhood souls i don't know could that have happened <laughs> well meanwhile um he gives uh peggy his mother's ring um and straight uh, off her finger yeah. it off. And he, thank you mother he says uh he says to her you know kind of don't kind of don't don't tell anyone just yet um well she she asks first are you doing this to avoid a scandal or to be together as family and he says well is it bad if i say both um yes but he says, uh, keep it between us until I can tell the girls, until he can tell Maddie and uh, Daphne, until he, until he can tell his daughter Daphne and that other girl Maddie that he knows. Um, that he she is her sister. Oh, yeah. Maddie is definitely um, Daphne's half-sister. 
Why um, are you stressing about the fact that you can never remember the name Maddie now? <laughs> What's going on with that? I don't know. This is like a the photograph of Back to the Future. It's a side so it's effect. Like out of existence. <laughs> it's a I side don't know effect. how you're getting sick off of me. <laughs> We've spent that much time together. Yep, it's been a year. Oh. Um, a year locked inside the the bluebird. Well, now I'll let you. I'll let you tell us where we are now because now we're at the point where you said that we were at the very beginning. <laughs> snap, snap, snap! It's snap, photo snap, shoot snap. time. <laughs> and Will is given a lady killer smile. He has oh, got photo shoot leather going on. <laughs> this is a deep black leather look, and uh, it's sexy. Yeah, I mean, this is this is. is as you say, it's a lady killer vibe. Yeah. Uh, Scarlet doesn't seem very impressed with him. She's given a bit of a stink eye off, off the side there, waiting to go up. Um, and turns out he's, he will finds out that uh, the song that he's sung at the showcase, Gunner's song, is getting a lot of attention, and Jeff wants to record it right away. Uh, thing is, Will needs to get Gunner's okay first. He, he needs to get an okay from Gunner. Um, so the sitcom is coming back soon. Um <laughs> I really want a Gunner Will sitcom. I mean, we all need it, I think. Um, we need something at this point. Yeah. Well, now it's Layla's turn. She's, she's getting photographed, and uh, she's reminding the photographer of a young Juliet Barnes, apparently. Wow, um, who'd have seen that coming? Yeah. But now it's uh, Scarlet's time. Scarlet's, Scarlet's turn to to pop up on the stage. On the, What's going on? Yeah. Well, uh, well <laughs> they're just taking photos. To, of... Know, of themselves. No, well, they're not taking photos. It's not selfies. Of the twins. You've got no, to no, perk no. the twins up. But what's important is what's she wearing? Oh, she's... um. What is she wearing? I just remember her hair. It's was a like, weird leathery like, dress. Yeah. Her hair's down. Yeah. And she's, trying she's to got, uh, you know, some sort of angry, sexy goth thing going on. Yeah. It's but weird. She's so, so uncomfortable. It's. Uh, I just want to, like... You just want yeah. to go in there and, and push out the girl, the twins, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, someone does go in there and per- perk the twins up. Um, and you're and... sad it wasn't you. <laughs> well, there, yeah. there were five rounds of auditions for that one. You just kept I trying can, to get in I there. You, you did a chemistry <laughs> test. They said, nah, nah, it's just not working. Um, they did a physics test. You, you aced that one. <laughs> they did a biological test. You know what? What? Turned out you weren't right for the twins. Right. Because you were one of uh, you were one of Deacon's children all along, <laughs> and so you couldn't do that because suddenly that just becomes incestuous. Um, Duh. But poor poor Scarlet is like super uncomfortable. Of course, um, she's getting felt up in front of the cameras. Yeah, and the photographer uh, who, well, he suddenly disappears after he says, "Can you just try to have fun with this in a smile, sending fucking way?" Oh, I'm sorry. Now you're now you're letting people disappear. Oh What's yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. Oh, I'm, oh, 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 it's fine for you. you what that. I do? Yeah, yeah. yeah, just get angry at me. But you did it for the wrong people. You did it for Deacon. That's Deacon, Deacon that's shouted it. at Scarlet. <laughs> then he stopped. Then he got out of prison for a while. Then he was woke up in prison. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I shouted at Scarlet, so I'm back in prison now, <laughs> as he deserved to be for shouting at Scarlet. Um, speaking of Deacon. Uh, he has come to see uh, Megan Vinoy, his uh, his lawyer. Oh, sorry. There's um, this an episode of uh, Deacon speaking. <laughs> well, yeah, um, you know, it, this is uh, more of a podcast than it is a sitcom. But Deacon speaking is going to be good. Well, he's come to see uh, to see Megan Vinoy. Um, uh, he wants to apologise and thank her. public defender. Um, yes, high price um, lawyer slash public defender on the regs. 
Um, and he he says he sent a check, but she sent it back. So um, he wants to give it, make sure she gets it. She wants, he wants to give it to her. She doesn't want to accept it. Um, she um, well, he says, why don't you give it to someone else? Somebody doesn't have the means to to pay their way. That's very altruistic. And she says, no, no. How about you take me for dinner instead? That's That'll very unaltruistic. Because that doesn't sound dodgy, does it? The legal system is completely messed up. People are struggling to get by. Lawyers sometimes have t- 10 minutes to prepare for a case before heading yep. into court. And at this point, she's saying, no, no, I don't, we don't need this money for someone who might be, you know, struggling below the poverty line. Someone maybe, you know, an Alabama senator might have uh, gone up and decided to do uh, go, and thumbs down to say no to the minimum wage hike. But yeah, no, no, free dinner. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> hooray. Nashville can be dodgy sometimes, but we love it. Um, Not here backstage, we're a minimum wage. Tandy, meanwhile, is meeting up with a private investigator who's looking into Daddy. Uh, turns how out. Do know, on a... How do you know this investigator's private? Ah, uh, true. Um, she looks pretty private. She sunglasses. keeps herself to herself. Yes. Uh, right, sunglasses? I don't know. I'm assuming sunglasses and a balaclava. And a hat with a card in it that says private investigator. Um... That's a lot of phone jacking. <laughs> um. Well, it turns out the night of um, uh, Virginia's crash, there were reports of a Cadillac following, following her car. Um, now, Daddy has a Cadillac. But he was yeah, in do you know who that. else has a big car? Go on. Stunt my mic. Who? Stunt my mic. Who stunt my mic? Stunt my But um, Daddy was in Louisville that night, so he couldn't have been there. Kentucky. But, but he checked into a hotel four hours after... Um, after the mum died, and Louisville is a three-hour <laughs> uh, Louisville is a three-hour drive away. And get and this: the housekeeper said that um, well, she placed uh, Daddy in Nashville that night, and she said she heard arguments between Daddy and Mummy. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, no, we're not yes. doing that. <laughs> yes, we are um, Virginia, the late great Virginia. But she um she recanted that uh pretty quickly and she died shortly after that um and so did the investigation <laughs> i know right where is bloody sarah koenig on this one what the hell i mean it's all coming out um tandy wonders well, if, it's not uh, all coming out. i'll tell you what's not coming out what's coming what's not coming out lexington uh not yet um he's not, not ready not the boys bungalow he's not <laughs> um well um Tandy asks if uh, Daddy was ever questioned um, for the investigation, and the private investigator says Lamar Wyatt was ne- Lamar Wyatt was never sort the sort of man to be questioned. We never find out about Daddy if he was ever the sort of man to be questioned. You um, <laughs> I have a solution. Um, <laughs> I have a solution, but it involves a gun, and unfortunately, that one has to be judged by the river. Um. Raina, meanwhile, comes to see Juliet. Um, she, uh, well, Juliet's like, well, you could have, you know, returned my calls and saved yourself a fucking trip, bitch. Wow. Um, <laughs> what? WT um, fuck? I know. Uh, that's what she says. WT fuck. <laughs> um, and she says, look, fine, you can close the first concert. Like, God knows everyone's going to be coming to see you because... You had a miracle survive, you know, you survived a fucking crash. Whoop the bloody You had a miracle, you survived the bloody crash. Whoop the bloody do. Classic. Yeah. Classic Juliet. Um 
And uh, Rainier says, no, no, I'm sorry, I've got to cancel the tour. Uh, the insurance what? company is going to sort that out. You know, the insurance company will cover it. Um, but Juliet's not happy because the insurance company is not going to help her chart. And she says, this sucks. And now we have the title. We're in Nashville. See, oh. a lot has happened already. Has it? I mean, how long have we been talking for? <laughs> Way too long. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> let's power through, shall we? Uh, Zoe. Um, <laughs> Zoe? Yeah, Zoe. Uh, Scarlett's friend Zoe. Is in oh, church. church girl. Yeah, she's singing Way- Wayfaring Stranger uh, a cappella in a nice empty church. And this is one of my all-time favourite songs. I love this. Don't you? You, you must know this song, right? Like, it's a classic. Oh, I'm saying, are you saying we know this? We know this. Is that what you're doing? We know this. <laughs> Dump it out. Um, <laughs> it's fun. Do you, know, do you know how I know this? It's fun? <laughs> because we know this. Um, <laughs> so. Well, why the fine not if we're going to do references to Oh, well, okay. Um, okay, right. What is Wayfaring Stranger? Could you sing it to me? If you know I this. am a poor... Wayfaring stranger. I did not heard this much. Traveling through. Well, fuck you. Um, well, fuck you. I like this song. I just, you know, trying to catch this version of it. Um, oh, come on. <laughs> you can't just send you up that. That's not an excuse. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. Oh, um, if, if Johnny Cash. <laughs> Came out with a cover version of Feel Like I Do. Would you have said, actually, I love that song oh, yeah. last year? Oh, God. When God, it yeah. dropped, would you have suddenly yeah. been like, oh, you know what? This song is so good. Yeah. I'm on board early as opposed to a later doctor. Exactly. Um, well, Scarlett's in the background uh, listening. Feel and, like um, I do. <laughs> and she says, oh, this reminds me of being back in your daddy's church. There's only one daddy now. Um, so I don't know what she's on about. Um, you don't think Lamar Wyatt doesn't have a church? Ah, uh, maybe. I'd join. Um, <laughs> so Scarlett says to Zoe, I miss singing with you. Um, and, I think it's right Back home. And, you know, it all seems like work now. And Zoe says, bitch, you should be lucky to have it. She's cur- um, she can't curse in church. <laughs> you notice. I know, every time she tries, it just beeps. Um, Sometimes she tries, she just frees. And Scarlett says, you know, she doesn't mind having her picture taken, but uh, she doesn't like people pulling her around and poking her. And I said, sorry, I won't do it again. Um, now I've seen the picture you've got. <laughs> Is that you poking her? <laughs> Definitely pulled her around a bit. Um, and uh, Zoe says, well, you know, if you're not having fun, you're doing something wrong. And we need to fix that. So we need this. We did this. We know this and we need this. Uh, now we're back at the Bluebird. Yay! Um, Will has come to see Gunner. Gunner's busy working, but Will's Wait, come to who's, see... who's doing what? Will Lexington has come yeah. to see Gunner Scott. Um, oh, it's like a Boys Bungalow reunion out in the oh, Bluebird. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Bo- it's Boys Bungalow Bluebird edition. Because um, Gunner has been pretty scarce at the house. He's, he's not been around. Yeah, um, what's up there? Well, the boy's been hanging out, but there's no been boys to bang around. Well, Gunner's, Gunner's not been happy uh, that uh, Will performed... Um, Gunner's song. Yeah. Without, song he wrote. Without Gunner sort of signing it off. Um, and, you know... Wait, he uh, didn't sign this. He didn't sign this. He didn't know this. 
Um, <laughs> we licensed this. <laughs> um, and Will says, you know, you're a songwriter. Aren't you supposed to be making money off your songs? You know? Um, Tell that to why Spotify. Don't, why, don't you, why don't you let me sing it? Because that's what they want me to do. They want me to sing your song and you can make money from it. And we'll, oh, and from what I heard says, about Gunner is uh, he likes a singer. He likes a singer in the sun or in the moon or in the springer. Well, he likes a singer. Gunner says he's going to think about it. Um, Avery, meanwhile, is in the background because we need the third character for the sitcom. Oh my <laughs> god, Boys Bungalow's getting a bolder, <laughs> brashhead reboot. Um, turns out Avery is the new barback at the at the Bluebird. He's gone from Boys Bungalow Bluebird barbacks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Say that five times fast. <laughs> Boys Bungalow Bluebird barbacks. Boys Bungalow. Nope. Yeah, not even yep. going to be able to get side effects. <laughs> um. <laughs> Well, yeah, it turns so out he went from uh, recording yep. a potentially massive album to yep. Burning the Masters yep. to Roadie yep. to guitarist for successful artists yep. to Bluebird Barback. Yeah, he's he's all over the place. <laughs> he's going back and forth, back and forth. It's, he's going to get whiplash soon. Um, Someone's going to throw a chair. <laughs> well, someone is going to throw a chair. We'll find out about that soon. Um, <sighs> Well, uh, he's so well, Gunnar says it sucks to be at home and it sucks to be work now as well because he doesn't like Avery. I don't know if you knew this. The thing about Avery is he's better than Gunnar. <laughs> um, just these are just the facts I know. <laughs> I know this, <laughs> we know this, but now we are at uh, the Symphony Gala. Finally, after being teed up at the beginning of the episode, Reyna and the girls, the, the little princesses, was it? Was that what she called them? Little princesses? Yep. yep. Um, they're at the symphony gala. Maddie, uh, she's not happy. Her dress is incredibly itchy. Um, and she just doesn't want to be there tonight. She's, is, she's is, there, is there a position at this, uh, this gala for people to uh, go ahead and uh, be announced? Well, oh, do some sort of announcing. Because I, I, I would like someone to please allow me to introduce myself. Well. Because I want some uh, symphony for the devil. Wow. Those side effects, eh? I am I am not allowed to go out for more than an hour of exercise. So I took an hour to this very long walk. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so, <laughs> take um, this point. But... Uh, she said, but then Maddie spots across the phone that uh, she says, Daddy's here. But it turns Wait, out it's what? just Teddy. Oh. Um, yeah. Although Daddy is there. Daddy. Yeah. Is he? Daddy Lamar. Daddy, Daddy is there. Yeah. Hadley. Yeah. Hadley. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, Daddy is there. It's been a while since we've seen him. Um, a few weeks. Couple weeks. Yeah. Was he the pilot? Um, was he the premier? And then he just kind of withered away for a couple of weeks. Yeah, he saw he saw Rain at the hospital uh, for sure. I'm looking after my daughter, and then I'm gonna go off and film a movie for a couple of weeks, and then come back and do the show. Pretty much, that's oh, how it's Well, you know what? When you when you have that much powers in Hollywood, you yep. can do anything you want. Exactly. Um, Rain suggests that booth. Um, well. Uh, <laughs> oh, have I got you all in a tizzy now? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Raina's there. Um, Raina uh, suggests that the girls have some caviar. Um, um, what? 
Caviar. Would you ever have caviar? Not fish poop. <laughs> it's one of those foods that apparently, like, you know, it's like really fancy food, but I don't think it tastes nice. Surely not. Like, do you know lobster is considered a fancy food? Do you know the, the origin of lobsters being fancy food? Go on. During, um, I believe it was the history lesson, yeah. Right. Of course, they're rationing on various kind of uh, animal products. Right. And so restaurants were able to get a hold of uh, sea shellfish and such easier than they were cow, you know, beef and venison and things like that. Right. And they decided, well, you know, we'll start selling this this stuff that we can easily get hold of. But if we price it up to a margin and sell it into different restaurants and different places, maybe we'll be able to actually each do something and people will be able to eat something that they can get a hold of. But we'll just hijack the price. And for some reason, this kind of caught on. And so lobsters have become some sort of speciality, you know, rich person dish when it's cheap and easy. Wow. So lobster is a, a World War One, did you say? One of the two World Wars. Oh, it's a World War Con, basically. It's a World War Con that has war on. <laughs> World War Con? That's, that's great advertising. Have some lobster. The World War Con has, has that's war World on. War on. <laughs> wow. I mean, who'd have thought we'd get a little history lesson about... Um, I'm full of information. About lobster. That is the reason you come backstage at the Bluebird. Well, you, you come come to the Bluebird backstage. Come to the Bluebird backstage. <laughs> I, should, I need to stay, stop saying come. Um, <laughs> I wanted to say it more. I also wanted to do it more. <laughs> so can you make me proud both ways? Give me 30 minutes. <laughs> Moving on. Um, <laughs> Caviar. Caviar. That was, that was a caviar on the caviar. <laughs> the girls want, the girls want candy. They've seen candy, though, so they run off to get. Well, some you candy. know what they want as well. What do they want as well? Because the thing is, they smell sex and candy in here. Right. And uh, who's that rocking in their chair? <laughs> there is that devious air in my direction. Now, Johnny, this surely is a dream. <laughs> I'm so confused. Is this another one of yours? Master's playground, sex and candy. Right. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to let you get on with your your side effects there. Um, <laughs> if sex and candy was a side effect, then I've been having sex and candy all my life. Is that a thing? Nope, I messed up. <laughs> hey, I'm halfway vaccinated. What an episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this world is fucked. Uh, but Tandy says to Raina, you know, uh, Maddie's going to book. She'll be grateful eventually in like 10 years' time. Um, when and her yeah. third record comes out. <laughs> and, and like I said, we, we do spot Teddy across the room uh, with Peggy, um, which is a bit awkward. Uh, but, you know, no one knows that Peggy's engaged to Teddy, so it's all fine. Uh, no one's going to find out or anything. It's not like she's going to, you know, have a big sign around her neck. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, Juliet is not happy. She wants to do songs from her new album for the tour she's going to carry on the tour she's going to go back to the tour but you know she can't uh, sell out an, an arena on her new songs hold up have we just heard is this just after we watch her do a dance rehearsal um n- no i don't think so it's just not during the dance rehearsal no 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 that's a bit later yep gosh it seems like that was about to come up we I don't, don't know if she's a girl <laughs> we don't know if she's a girl yet we find she's out um yeah she wants to do songs from a new album but, you know, Glenn tells her that it's, it's a bad the... album. You should not do it. <laughs> Here's a list of classic songs that Kylie Minogue sang and Danny Minogue sang. Maybe try those two. 
Let Layla do your songs. Let Layla do your songs. You've got Sophie Ellis Bex's hit parade. <laughs> what more could anyone want? Um, Sophie Ellis Bex does hit parade. Yeah. Jesus. It's murder on the dance floor and then a bunch of silence. And then probably like, I don't know, a, a radio DJing gig for 20 minutes. <laughs> Um, well, Juliet tries to come to a compromise. She says she's going to pepper in some tween stuff in the middle and in the encore. Um, but Glenn says, you know, your new music, it's, it's music for theatres and for smaller secondary markets. It's not music for arenas. Mm-hmm. Um, but Juliet says, you know, I only play arenas. That's all I'm playing. That's not true. Last week she played in Hobo's Junkyard. <laughs> yeah, but we told her it was an arena. We just we just made a little sign saying Hobo's Arena. Weirdly, it said Arena, and there's an H at the end, just so it's legally binding. Yes, it's yep. not technically Arena, but if it if it sounds like it and it looks like it, then it might as well be it. Um, but she's got no chance selling arenas out if she doesn't cater to the young fans that got her there in the first place. So she she says, "Fine, how soon?" Who are growing up at this point? So yeah. they're probably yeah. want the good stuff. Um, but she says, you know, fine, how good, how soon can we get the old material up and running? Let's do some practice. Um, but first, before that, we've got um, Daddy is up on stage uh, at the... Um, oh, he's doing a symphony speech. Sym- at the symphony gala, doing a symphony speech. He, I, I love the light. He, he starts off by going, I want to thank all y'all for coming. Um, and uh, he he honours his late great wife, um, great. Mommy. I mean, she was great at being murdered. Virginia James White is is, is great. Yep. Um, if she and, was great, how come her gravestone is very bland? And yeah. Small? And in her yeah. honour, he's going to continue to pledge support for the institution. Oh, good. Okay, right. Well, that's something that I was worried about the entire yeah. season yeah. and a half the show's been going on for. <laughs> oh. Deacon, meanwhile, is out for dinner with uh, Megan Vinoy, the lawyer. I keep in my notes because I went back over it because I kept calling her the lawyer and I was like, I should really double check what her name is. Megan Vanoy, the lawyer. Megan Vanoy, the lawyer. Megan um, Vanoy, the lawyer. His hand is is fine, he says, but it's not good for meat cutting or for guitar well, playing. It's a good job he only ordered veggies. <laughs> well, right. he, he he ordered steak. Awkwardly. No, no, he ordered the vegetables and it has steak on the side. He tried to point at the vegetables, but his, <laughs> his finger went down. Is, it's actually that fine. It went to the most expensive item on the menu. <laughs> and then it looked at him and went, ah, ah, ah. I tried to strangle him and he had to chainsaw it off. What we don't know is actually... Dead actually, by dawn, dead by dawn. It's the, um, this is the waiter's way to upsell. It was like, oh, just point at what you want. And then he just moves the menu. To <laughs> point at what you want. Oh, you want the gold-covered caviar? Okay, coming up. Well, we all want the gold-covered caviar because that way we can't taste the poop. <laughs> Just the gold. Um, Water tastes gold. And uh, Megan Vanoy, the lawyer, uh, says that you know he could very well have grounds for a civil suit against the city because of a know, civil Teddy. suit against the city because Teddy was so against you. Um, and uh, but seriously, a civil suit against the city. Yep. Deacon is uh, more interested in why this beautiful, uh, successful, high-end attorney is defending someone like little old Deacon. Um, the iconic country music star. Yeah, and she says, well, it's a long story. And he says, well, I've got time. So we cut to... Um... 
disappointingly, whilst there's 30 minutes left on the episode, we cut away from monologue time. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're back at the uh, the uh, one I'd say the Symphony Gala. I keep wanting to say sympathy. Uh, the Symphony Gala. Um, Symphony for Mr. Vince. Raina wants to have a, a picture in front of a mummy's portrait. Uh, well, Excuse Dad, me. Daddy says, why don't we get the entire family in front Virginia of Virginia James. Um, quiet. <laughs> um, so, Your um, soul is trapped in a portrait in the symphony. <laughs> so, uh, Daddy, Raina, Tandy and Daphne all line up outside, uh, in front of um, Mummy's portrait. Yeah, uh, the family. And she's trying to get Maddie to... Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones. To... <laughs> she's, trying to... she's trying to get... Play an Aragon. She's trying Michelle to get Maddie to join. Uh, family. But, um, Maddie says, why? And she's like, well, because, you know, the whole family's saying. She's like, well, not all the family, is it? Not all the family, because where's Deacon, my dad? Uh, oh, for goodness sake, Maddie. She's not your dad. He's the person who rejected sperm into your mother. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Teddy is your father who raised you. Yeah, well... Um... And he was rejected as he went into your mother as well. Teddy comes by and he says... And he did that into Peggy and she's got a child. Isn't that exciting? Teddy comes by and he, he, he's chatting away to them and, and Peggy pops, you know, is, is hanging off his arm. And she um she comes up to uh, Maddie and she says, you know, your your mum is so strong. Gives her a hug. Um, and then and she kind of pulls she away from to Maddie. I've got a secret I'll never tell. And she pulls away from Maddie. What's the first thing Maddie sees? Because she's looking right at her chest. Pregnancy test. Um, Peggy, Peggy is... Peggy, um, <laughs> Peggy. Peggy, Peggy. Um, Definitely Peggy, Peggy. Is wearing um, Maddie's grandmother's ring on her necklace. Why is she wearing a ring on her necklace? Teddy said... Let's Maddie's not... grandmother's ring. Yeah. So Teddy's mum's ring. No. You said Maddie's grandmother's oh, yeah. ring. Oh, her grandmother... So it's either Deacon's mother... <laughs> Or it's Virginia oh, James Riot's mother. Damn it. Virginia James Riot, sorry. Um, but it's, this just infuriates me because he he, stri- he told her... Let's yeah, specific instructions, hide that shit until we tell the kids. And it's, he didn't say don't put it on. He said keep it between us. So it's not like she's like, oh, well, it's not on. I've not put it on my finger. I've just put it on my necklace. Like, why would you, why would you go around wearing... Oh. It's just it just annoys me, um, and uh, yeah. So she's Maddie's now mad at her mum and at Teddy. Her mad Maddie, mad Maddie, Fury Symphony. Um, and um, you know, she runs off and wait what? Yeah, she runs. Well, she runs. She, she in that dress. She, yeah, she escapes. She escapes she, that little. Scene. She walks um, quickly but struggling. Yes, uh, and um, Raina says, well, look at that. You've just traumatised your daughter. And he says, she's not my daughter, is she? Um, <laughs> and then he says, well, guess what? Peggy's pregnant. Boom. What, what, what? Not, only, not only are we engaged, she's fucking pregnant. What are you going to do about that? And then Peggy uh, goes, wait, what? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Babies. Let's let it be. She right says, now. <laughs> Test to prove it. Don't just ignore the number. I'm bit. glowy. Can't you tell? I've not been rubbing plutonium on my body. Um. Well, now we're back with uh, Megan Vanoid, lawyer. Uh, we find out. We find out 
uh, that she lost her husband. He 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 Where, was he killed. He was killed by a seventeen-year-old who was sentenced to life. Um, but Megan Vanoy, lawyer. Oh, life. Yeah. Oh wow. Really. Do do. Megan Vanoy, lawyer, says she still visits the. Uh, she visits the seventeen-year-old um, because uh-huh. she hates what? him at first. She wanted him dead. Wait, wait. How long has this guy been in jail? Well, it's a few years, I think. So he's not seventeen anymore, unless it's some sort of you know oh, yeah. cryo jail. Life, life <laughs> it's still out, he's still seventeen, like a de- demolition man situation. Um, Got to tell him about the three seashells. <laughs> well, um, she says you know she wanted him dead, but um, after years she had to accept. Years of trying. She yeah, she, she had to accept that John wasn't coming back. Her her husband John, surname Doe. Um, <laughs> Um, so to stop hate, hating him, she had to know him and forgive him. Um, and that's what led her to take court-appointed cases when she can. Because she doesn't want to see anyone walk away. And also she probably wants to run for mayor at some point, so it looks good on her resume. Yeah, probably. Um, She'd beat Teddy in a fight and a you know, mayoral candidacy. And Deacon is just so impressed by this, but she says, you know, I've got my shortcomings. And he says, well, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. <laughs> this is whilst the waiters are just getting tired. The busboys are putting the chairs on the table and thinking, they're done, right? They're going to be done soon. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's closing one. time. Semi-Sonic are actually playing live well, right now. Well, uh, Megan von Oydeloy does suggest, let's get the check. But then Deacon Let's get says, the check out of here. <laughs> that says, but Deacon says, does that mean that the night is over? Does it? <laughs> he, he didn't answer. Does it? Well, she didn't answer either. Oh, okay. She kind of did with her eyes. Um, That's not how that works. Eyes don't <laughs> answer anything. Eyes look. Um, I think oh, the act of seeing with one's own eyes. Well, Scarlett and Zoe are hanging out together. They're watching a movie. I don't know what movie. Couldn't figure it out. It's confetti. There's dancing. It looks like The Great Gatsby. Yeah, could be. Maybe, maybe uh, Gatsby, but, uh, you know, maybe it's Great Gatsby from the 70s because it was a uh, full frame. Well, it's a 178 aspect ratio. Wow, I don't know how you un- how you figure out aspect ratios. Immediately, there's no black bars top or bottom, and there was no black bars on the sides. It filled up the entire TV screen. That's how. Um, but uh, yeah, they're, they're hanging out and watching movies. And I don't know if you know this, but her and Zoe well, have passed. Well, Johnny. Yeah, we notice. <laughs> we notice. Uh, we notice because because um, Scar- Scarlett starts talk- starts talking to Zoe about you know remember when. That kid, Ricky Donner, had a boat and he wanted to show us, so he snuck out and he tried to kiss you and you completely freaked and he ran down the street. Do you remember that? That was a flashback to that moment happening and it happens no, and suddenly, don't. as soon as you think, oh, that's the joke, then suddenly, I don't know, some sort of famous person comes in and there's a reference <laughs> to a 70s sitcom and then it comes back and you're like, don't, tell, don't show. Tell, tell don't show. I would kill you. Um, it's me, the baby. <laughs> Classic natural. Watch now on Disney Star. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, Scarlet. Turns out though, Zoe oh, slept with Ricky after high school. She kept it a secret because uh, she thought Scarlet thought of her as a good girl, preacher's daughter kind of thing, you know. Um, but she stopped being that girl a long time ago. And um, so she says she, <laughs> she says she can only hang out and watch movies so much. I, I've not which, found my which, limit. Which, which I would say is often if they understood what 2020 or 2021 was. Yeah. Like. yeah. So, uh, um, and Zoe suggests let's go out and make some old, some new old times or some old new times. Yeah, that'd be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah. That'd be fun. Fucking rubbing it in our face. Just, yeah. 
you know what? Can he carry? Don't rub it in our face. They don't even have a vaccine. Um, I've only got half of one. Daddy and Tandy are together. They're, they're hanging out. And uh, Tandy is saying, you know, it's hard to believe mommy's been gone for 30 years. Um, yeah, Tandy she can... probably stop calling her mummy at this point. <laughs> well, if he's daddy, then no, she's but she, she should have the regal name of Madre. <laughs> well, because um... someone madreed her. <laughs> well, Tandy says to daddy, you know, I can remember exactly where I was when it happened. I was a rainer at summer camp. And the counselor came in and. <laughs> what and, are you doing I, here? This is your <laughs> and, um, and, and she said, I remember I tried to call you, but you wouldn't answer. Where was it you were again? You were away on business, weren't you? You were somewhere. You, you weren't killing my mum, were you? And he said, No, 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 no. I was, yeah, I was away in, in, in Louisville. Um, and she said, oh, what, what were mummy's first, uh, last words to you? Um, and he says, oh, it was probably like past, past assault. And so I said, well, how about I rub it in your wounds instead? I mean, nothing. Um, let's let's remember her life, not her death. And uh, he, he walks off. He's, now, now, he's not do, giving anything up. What do you remember people about their lives? Do you remember what Abraham Lincoln did during his life? And do I remember what? Sorry? Abraham Lincoln. Do you remember what he did during his life? Oh, there's a whole movie about that. Yeah. But do you remember what he did during his oh, death? I don't remember. It's very, oh, no, what did he do? Oh, he, he hunted vampires, didn't he? No, not during his death, he did. Oh, right. He was a vampire. He, 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 he found himself feeling pretty holy. Wow. Do, 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 I'm sorry, do, do you remember Jesus' life? Jesus Christ. Or do you remember Jesus' death? Okay, yeah, we celebrate Jesus' death every year. So. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah. We he celebrate dies his... a different time every year. It's strange. Well, we all die a different time every year. Yeah. This year I died at the break of midnight, <laughs> January 1st. Yay, 2021. <laughs> um, well, hey, you know you're talking about Juliet rehearsing. I'm always talking about Juliet rehearsing. But and I she... stopped you because we weren't there yet. <laughs> you can carry on now. <laughs> okay, so she's rehearsing. And uh, it's a song where she's she, she she's a girl. She uh, flips yeah. her hair and gets free drinks. Yeah, I mean, it's and a fun There's some dancing song. going around, and there's a lot of uh, hip-based pelvic thrusting dancing. Because I'm a girl. I'm a girl. It's fun, isn't it? You like Is it, it fun? Would you listen to it? You'd listen to it. We're going to listen to it at the end of this season. Um, <laughs> I mean, this was last heard in season one, episode 12, so you remember this. This is one of your favourite songs. when the show gets cancelled when I can finally go outside again. <laughs> Is that, is that as soon happen? as the second injection as... comes out of yeah. my body, it's like, like right, oh, do we're done. Anymore. I don't need to be backstage here anymore. I can finally get, get experience the rest of Nashville properly. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, yeah, Juliet's rehearsing. She's singing "I'm a Girl," um, everyone's favourite pop song. Um, but she stops and she says, "You know, I can't go back to this. It feels wrong." Um, she doesn't want to do overproduced numbers. She's twenty-four years old now. She's not a tween. Um, and she can't keep putting herself out there like this. She's got a chance to move, chance to move forward, and she's not gonna. Um, well, she's not gonna play half an arena, so they've got to figure something else out. So that's where she's at. Wow. Yeah, she's grown up. Grown up. Um, Tandy, meanwhile, has come gone to see Raina, and she's like, "Listen, I need to tell you something." But Raina says, "No time, because Maddie's run away." What? Where's Maddie? Um, 
because she's in an evening dress, but still people didn't didn't spot her walking away. A lot of people in Asheville walk around with evening dresses. It's kind yeah. of like a thing. Um, it's part of like what, the, the whole system. When I was watching this, it started to feel like an episode of Twenty Four because there was just like, a, you know, camera was like going around the, this group of you know Daddy and Peggy and Teddy and Raina all going, "Where is she? Where is she?" I was waiting for like boxes to come up. Um, now you've seen this episode a couple of times before, so why were you waiting for this? I don't know. I just I'm always waiting. Um, but um, but Peggy Peggy popped by and she's like, "Is there any way I can help?" And Daddy says, "Yeah, you can stay the fuck out." And uh, Teddy says, "Well, you know, she's a part of this family now because I'm engaged and and she's having my kid." She says, "Yep, definitely, definitely having having this kid. I'm definitely, definitely, I'm, I'm definitely engaged. That definitely uh, also happened." And um. Hey, uh, look, if I'm uh, lying about one thing, I'm lying about all things or nothing. <laughs> well, Teddy says, yeah, she's part of this family now. And uh, Daddy says, oh, no, I'll tell you what she's a part of, honey. She's a part of breaking the, uh, m- she's a part of breaking Maddie's fucking heart. That's what she's a part of. Okay. And he does a zid snap and sashays away. Um, <laughs> I'm writing this show as we go along. God, I want that. Um, meanwhile, we're back with... Uh, Juliet and uh, her manager. <laughs> um, Glenn is on the phone. He's just found out that Edge Hill, right, get this, they've just signed someone bigger than Raina James. They have signed, of all people, Luke Wheeler. Okay. Luke Wheeler. He, he likes cool whip. Um, <laughs> are, you, are, you say, are you telling me whiskey? Is that the safe word? Whiskey. Luke Wheeler, wow. I mean, how exciting. Um, Can so I just ask get... a quick question? Yeah? Why is Glenn working for Juliet? Why can't Glenn and Bucky swap places? Do you and think... Then, Buc- think... then Bucky and Juliet could get married, and then then Bucky would take Juliet's name. I and then that... maybe he could go off and, I don't know, become some sort of international assassin, get frozen in ice for a while, uh, be used Glenn... by Hydra, take down uh, the Stark family, become... <laughs> friends with the falcon and be on disney plus i think glenn's a good match for uh, I, I like i like the idea of bucky finally becoming bucky barnes yeah yeah that would be good actually great. um great for nashville uh, to have that uh, juliet <laughs> juliet says i don't think glenn get... barnes is good juliet says um get get luke willow on the phone i'll co with him Are you kidding um, me <laughs> welcome to the boys bungalow glenn Julia says she's, she'll go headline with her week, Luke Wheeler, but um, Glenn says, no, no, you, you'll have to open for him. She's like, well, no. Excuse not, me. Not in this day and age, me too. Don't, I don't think someone has to open for someone just to get a gig. Yeah. How dare you, Glenn? Um, then, uh, but she said, no, no, we're not doing that. And he says, well, then we're going we're to go back to cut down, sort of cancel the tour. Um, but then uh, Juliet gets a call and she says, okay, okay. She says, to whoever's on the other end of the phone. Um, she said, take a deep breath. And she says, I'll be there soon. Who could it possibly be? Um, Peck and Bluebird. It, it's her, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's her. Yeah. Peck and Bluebird. Hey! hey. Um, Gunner is singing What If I Was Willing. His song, not Will's song. Um, what If I Was Gunner? <laughs> uh, Avery is watching off the side. Um, and... Gunner spots him and he's like, oh, I, I thought I was alone. Wait, wait, he's off to the side, or are you sure he's not at the back? Uh, he's a bit back inside, yeah. Oh, so he's a bar back inside? 
Well, back inside, yep. Um, and Avery says, you know, that song's pretty damn good. Um, he says it'll be better with some steel and piano. And oh, never mind, you don't need recording tips from me, especially. Um, and, Avery, and Gunner says, wait, you think it's good? You think it could be a hit? And he says, well, tell me more good things. Give me all of your positive <laughs> outlooks. Well, he says, um, you know, um, it, it's going to be a hit for somebody. And it sounds like you're going to give it away. So, and he just sort of walks away, knowing that he's uh, creating a rift in between this um, buddy comedy. The boys bungalow. Yeah, the boys, the boys bungalow. bungalow is going to have a line drawn down the middle of it. One side is for Will, one side is for Gunnar. Um, <laughs> and Avery's the uh, girl in the picture, looking at the uh, photograph, the photographer, as the house burns in the background. Well, meanwhile, Maggie, Megan, Maggie. Megan Vinoy, lawyer. No, Megan Vinoy, the lawyer. Is sat on the sofa with Deacon. Um, and is that sofa telling, good? That sofa okay? Yeah, it's nice. Because well, the last time we saw you know, Deacon's place, it was kind of beaten to ribbons. Oh, yeah. He's, he's cleaned up. He's, on he's cleaned up. And uh, anything that uh, he wanted to furniture-wise, he burnt as well. Um, well, they're on the sofa, and um, she's telling him her um, shortcomings. Um, and she says, you know, I've been known to have a short fuse. And Deacon says, well, I've been known to... Well, well, the, well uh, Deacon says, we know this. <laughs> and he says, I've been known to throw a chair or two. Um, what? Yeah. At whom? People who aren't on fucking time. Well, um, what do you mean on time? Well, if they drag. Or? Or... What's the opposite of dragging? can't remember. Rushing. Rushing, that was it, yep. Come on, Johnny, um, you've got to get on my tempo. <laughs> um, well, she says, well, how about this? I'm a workaholic. And he says, well, I'm an alcoholic. Apparently this is a fucking contest now. Um, it will be a fucking contest from the bit. And she says, <laughs> she says she hates people going on about their own accomplishments, like alcoholism. Um, and he says, well, it's a good thing I don't have any accomplishments. Uh, she's all out. She's, that's all her shortcomings. Oh, okay. Uh, so she says he wins, and he, she says he's a bad, mad man. Um, he's bad, bad Leroy Brown. Fun fact about him, baddest man in the whole damn town. And she gives him a kiss. And all I have to ask is, is this all ethical? Is it just because she's not been paid by him? So, like, I, mean, I don't know. Is this how she gets her, guys? Um, is that all you have to ask? I mean, that's just the tip of the iceberg. So oh, okay, right. So you lied when you said that's all. There's infinite questions. <laughs> I've just been lawyered. Um, okay. But they get uh, disrupted by a knock on the door because Raina's there. She's looking Who could for it Matt. be now? Raina. Raina James. It, Sorry. It. I can't um, even do my Colin Hay impression anymore. Uh, Next she, year, people. She says, uh, you know, Maddie's gone missing and I, I thought she might have come to you. Um, the long way home. Deacon says, um, well, hold on. I'll, let me. She's trying to get to you. He says, uh, hold on. Let me get my keys. I'm, I'm going to help you come and look for her. And she says, no, no, stay here, because she might come here. We're going to set a trap. Um, it's going to go down under. Maddie, meanwhile, is at the gas station. Uh, she's the waiting. gas station, the famous the, gas station of Nashville. The Nashville gas station. Nashville gas station. Nashville gas station. Nashville gas station. Sean Connery was there for the commemoration. The groundbreaking was like, it's exciting. Of course. Um, gas station. And Juliet pulls up uh, in her car. Which car? The new car? The nice, expensive car yes, that was given to her by the... Uh, um, but isn't this isn't this so sweet that like 
Maddie's got Juliet to lean on, and Juliet's there. Like, you know, drop of the hat, she's like, I'll be there. And she comes and... Yeah, but she's not sweet to anyone else. I'm very like, mm, what's she got planned for this? Mm, what's she, is she got? Is she... <laughs> yeah, is she going to write a dear sister? <laughs> um, Scarlet and Zoe. Sorry, what do you say? What do I know? Yeah. Are you well. a bit well? Of course you did. Um, it's all the best. Zoe. Scarlet and Zoe, meanwhile, are out having drinks. Um, and a guy is taking pictures of Zoe and Scarlet. Um, or is it just Scarlet? Just Scarlet. I think she's he famous. Knows. Scarlet is famous. He knows her. He saw her perform at the Yelp Uh She goes over and says, can you stop taking my photograph, please? Thanks. I, and he I goes, remember okay. her performance at the Yelp So good. She was there. She was performing. And then Elmer Fudd came in. It was like, you know, a bit and killed a Um, And uh, he asks her for an autograph. So they take a shot to celebrate uh, Scarlet's first autograph. How exciting. What if Space Jam 2 in the serververse goes into the Grand Ole Opry and they redo? I mean, what's up the doc? (laughs) What's Opry doc? And of course, you know, LeBron James has to perform at the Opry. Well, speaking of. Speaking of... Come on, let, can we can we get make sure that's in Space Jam too? <laughs> I'll make a note. Um, speaking still of, still got a couple months till it comes out. It's fine. We don't even have to have LeBron there. We can deep fake him in later. <laughs> speaking of performing, um, Zoe and Scarlett get up on stage and they perform. They sing a song. They sing a cover of a song. Oh. No, it didn't go well last time. Uh, Scarlett sang a fucking cover. Um, you know, last time she was there with a band who were willing to perform to true. her whims and desires of murdering Johnny Cash. <sighs> down, 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 down. Let's not talk about that. Uh, Scarlet and Zoe um, sing Come See About Me. Come see about me. See like about me, baby. You don't like it? We, know, we, don't, we don't like this. We don't like this. Do we know this? We know this. We know this. We know this. I, I enjoyed it. They were having fun up on stage together. Um, and it's better cover than Ring of Fire. Sorry? I would like it to be a cover song of a song I've actually heard. You've not heard this song? I've not heard the song, and I, I, I wish, because um, the thing is, what, what, when, do you know when day, what day this was? What day was this? I'm assuming this was a Tuesday night. Right. The problem is the bar was too quiet, but the cover band was too loud. Okay. I don't know what this is in reference to. Who I'm going to move that? on. It's Phil, it's, it, it's... Step outside. When I I'm see so... you, I just freeze. I'm so confused. Maddie wanna... is... Um... <laughs> do you feel like I do? Oh, okay. Fuck it. I don't know the song that well. I just like the, the music to it. Literally the second um... or third lines of the song. I'm sorry, I haven't studied the fucking lyrics. Look, I know I like the song now, but can we just drop it, please? Um, who goes out on a Tuesday night in this town? Bars too quiet and the cover band's too loud. That's it. That's the opening lines okay. of the song. Right. <laughs> what is wrong with you? You don't even have to go more than 20 just, seconds of the song to be recognised. I'm just coming to terms with the fact that I like it, okay? Um, yeah, and now you're going to Hamilton it. You're going to listen to it forever. <laughs> well, Maddie uh, is with uh, Juliet. Forever. Because uh, Juliet picked her up. Um, and Juliet's saying, you know, your mum must be worried sick. And Maddie says, you know what? I can't deal with her and I can't deal with the rest of the family. And she says, I just wish I was all growing up and I could do my own writing. Uh, I could, do, you know, be, be on my own uh, writing my songs and playing at Bluebird every night. And uh, Juliet says, that sounds like someone I know. 
And she says, yeah, it sounds like Deacon. He's my dad. I get it. God. Um, and she says, you know, I want to know more about Deacon, but um, I only want to know yeah. the truth. And, um, you know, she doesn't think Raina is in the mood for telling her the truth. Um, but Juliet says, you know, Raina cares a lot about you because um, she quit the tour so that she can be there for you. Um, so it means that you mean more than money and fans and you mean more than Juliet being really pissed off at her um, so Juliet's going to give her a call and let her know that uh, Maddie is safe but isn't this a nice sweet little heart to heart and like therapy session she gets from a fucking country music star um, how dare you don't use that language <laughs> um, but uh, well we're back at uh, Deacon's and uh, Megan the lawyer um Sorry, who? Megan Van, Megan Vanoy, the lawyer. Megan Vanoy, the lawyer. Um, says to Deacon. Now, remember oh. when you could say, you know, we're back at Deacon's and Sue's back in uh, last season. Doesn't yeah. it feel bad how quickly they wrote Sue Maybe out? Maybe we'll be back at Megan and uh, Deacon. Megan and at Deacon and Sue's. Yeah. Oh. Um, but she says, you know, how long have you known about Maddie? Oh, um, and uh, she's, she's figured that out, you know. Um... And Deacon says everything I thought was true wasn't. And uh, he did what he does and he started drinking. And, uh, you know, um, Megan says, well, you know, when, when my husband John Doe died, uh, I had to accept that um, I wouldn't be the old version of myself again. It's um, convenient that Deacon's got someone to hang out with during this time. Yeah, very convenient. Now, why can't he have opened up like this to Coleman? No. Uh, well, Imagine him Coleman sitting on the sofa him. kissing up to Coleman until he gets <laughs> Oh, if only. Um, so Coleman had to go and you know, join the cast of Ballers. But Deacon's... Did Deacon's... you know that? Really? Did you know that? <laughs> okay. After helping Baltimore out by uh, making pro-drug pro selling areas, mm-hmm. he went here and became uh, Deacon's sponsor. And then he moved on to uh, become Denzel Washington in Ballers because he plays John David Washington's father in the show. <laughs> who is a former NFL star well, and also an advocate of alcohol and drugs. So it makes sense of, of that switch. Speaking of um, fathers, um, that's what uh, this scene ends with Deacon saying he doesn't know the first thing about being a father. He's worried. Poor well, I think he does know the first thing about being a father. <laughs> Just relax. Take it easy. <laughs> well. Um, so young, Johnny. It's not your fault. It's not much for you to know. Raina has come to Juliet's to pick Maddie up. Um, Maddie's asleep. <laughs> She's like, oh, is, is mum coming over? I'm going to nap. Um, and she says to Juliet... Maybe, so, maybe something in the dress. Maybe Reynolds Woodcook sewed a little sequin to the dress to make her sleep. Maybe. Maybe. Um, She's got a phantom thread inside of her. Wow. How do you remember that film? I I've only seen that once. And... <laughs> what do you mean, how do I remember that film? That was the, the whole marketing thing. Was, I sew secrets into every dress. <laughs> That's um, the only lie they put in the flipping trailer. It's just... Oh. <laughs> Raina apologises to uh, to Juliet for dragging her into all this. Um, and Juliet says, don't worry. She says, I told Maddie, you know, she can call me if she ever wants to talk. Um, but I think it's you that she wants to talk to. And I think she wants to talk to you about Deacon. Oh, yeah, I know. But she says, don't worry, I'm going to... My lips are sealed. Um, Which lips? Red lips. White lies. <laughs> um... And Raina says, um, 
sorry about the tour, sorry about having to cancel it, but now you understand. And Juliet says, no, it's fine, you know, I'm going to figure something out. I always do. Um, Raina, meanwhile, is back home. Uh, well, not meanwhile. Mean, uh, next, Raina gets back home with Maddie, and she says, right, I'll tell you about this life that's good, son. She said, basically, right, what happened, right, I'll tell you. Uh, was that Deacon, right? He wrote it, right? He, he wrote it on a napkin, right? This, this it was that, Deacon. It was, it was at Bluebird Cafe, right? Hey! And he, like, wrote in, like, ten minutes, right? Ten um, minutes and uh, she says to to Maddie, you know, um, I want you to run toward me, not away from me. You know, we need to be with, mom, with mother and daughter. You know, don't care about Teddy, but um, we, no we've got a bond. About, no one cares about Teddy. Peggy? <laughs> don't care. Yep. But she says, you know, um, she says to... Conrad name, don't care. <laughs> she says to Maddie, we're all we've got right now. Uh, and then Daphne uh, shouts from the other room, I've lost another tooth. And she's like, right, well, I've got Daphne as well, so I've got to deal with that. And it's, <laughs> it's starting to bleed, she says. Don't <laughs> so that the tooth's um, just fallen out. It's literally like she's ripped it out of her gums to get attention. <laughs> oh, yeah. Daphne is doing some real younger child mood. So well, well, I Raina's... have been there. Do you know what I did once, actually? Okay. Ooh, exciting. Want to get a story? Yeah. Uh, we got first got a computer in the house. Um, one of the first games we got was like a, proto- a prototypical version, a cheap version of a Space Invaders game. Oh, right. And my brother was really good at it and kept playing it. Right. So for a while, this is going to look bad on me, the whole oh, game, my, my brother was playing this for a while and my parents are coming to watch and like, they would stand at how good he was. Oh, and no. And so I was sitting in the background doing nothing. And you had a hammer. <laughs> and, and you so meant to hit the computer. I was sitting in my chair and I decided to tip my chair over and slam my face into the uh, side of uh, <laughs> one of the doorways to make my nose bleed. Jesus, lockdown was hard on you last year, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is what you come to Backstage of Bluebird for. You get backstage stories. I mean, we, we had, what was it, um, the, the history of the lobster? History and of now... lobster history. And now an insight into Andrew's disturbing childhood. Desire for any kind of attention as a human being in my life. Oh, goodness. Before realising, um, no, you know what, I can't deal with any kind of attention. I just want people to recognise my genius. Well, while... Um, while but you know what? I, I, I keep asking if people know, know I'm a genius, and do you know what they say? What? We notice. <laughs> While Raina is dealing with Daphne, uh, Maddie sees that uh, Deacon is calling on Raina's phone. So Maddie answers the phone, and uh, Deacon says, "Oh, oh, it's, it's you." Uh, he says, um, "I was calling your mum to see how you're doing." And Maddie says, "Well, you know, I'm okay. I'm, I'm grounded, but I'm okay." Um, and Deacon says, "Well, you know, a lot of people were worried about you." Um, so he says, "Do me a favour and don't run off like that again." She says, That's okay. she says, okay. And he says, be safe. And she says, okay. Well, she doesn't even say bye, I don't. Uh, she doesn't even say okay, I think. She just says bye and hangs up on him. And then, Click. She, says, and then she goes, she says, dad. Because he's her dad. But she doesn't call him dad to his face yet or to his phone. She's not she's, his. She's, she's accepting. She's starting She's not her dad, though. He is. No. Um, no, well, he's not her dad. Meanwhile, uh, we have a, He's a future daddy. <laughs> we have we have a close up of uh, Tandy talking, giving a little monologue. Here's your monologue. Uh, she says, "When you're a little girl, you think you could be, your parents can do no wrong. Then you grow up and you see the flaws. You start to question." Um, 
but only so much because you want to believe that deep down there's a good person there. Uh, and she says, I've got everything. I've got the kickbacks, the payoffs, the illegal contributions. Uh, Daddy needs to be punished in whatever way he can be. So she is deciding to work with the FBI, was it? To take Daddy down. She's handing over evidence. She's TDD. Yep. Take this out. And that would have been a good place to end the episode. But yeah, no. it would be. Let's go. <laughs> uh, first, Will is uh, we're back in the sitcom because Will wants to do uh, Gunner's song justice. Wait, where are we? We're are we at the Bluebird? No. No, we're at Gunner and Gunner and Will's, right? So where are we? Oh, oh I keep forgetting the, the, the bachelor pad. The the you, you we're, we're the bungalow boys. Bungalow boys, yeah. We're with the bungalow boys in the bachelor pad. In, in um, the bachelor pad with the bungalow boys. So yeah, Will wants the to do. <laughs> wants to do Gunner's song justice, uh, but Gunner says he's going to keep it for himself. Uh, he says I'm a songwriter. Any other song he's written, just not that one. Yeah, he says he, he says I'm a songwriter, but I'm a performer too. Um, and I may never get half as far as you will, but I'll be damned if I don't try. Um, to be fair, you should be damned. <laughs> um, and Will is not happy. He says, you know, you're just too sure-sighted to see the, the truth of things. And the truth is you're jealous because I'm gay and you're not, honey. This is manufactured um, drama that the Bangalore boys don't need. They can do better than this. They can be better together. Than they usually are better together. This is just a TV show trying to make them to hate each other for a couple of weeks. And I don't like won't. it. Will says, you know, you're jealous. That's why you're holding on to the damn song. And that's the damn truth. And he sashays away and slams the door shut behind him. He doesn't sashay away. He struts his stuff, good sir. Oh, hell yeah. Because he um, knows what he's got between those legs. Juliet, meanwhile, has made a decision. She's it's, uh, it's, it's texture. He's got, you know, texture. He's got like, <laughs> yeah, gene. Someone's, someone's knocking on Juliet's door. Uh, and it's Juliet. Someone's ringing Juliet's bell. <laughs> Open the door. Um, Layla has turned up and uh, Juliet she's sporting says... a huge guitar riff and <laughs> she's starting the piano outro and suddenly there's some gangsters in a freezer that um, happens every time she comes anywhere and um, Layla says oh my god it's so nice to, to come and see you like oh I love your car and everything oh my god I'm such a big fan did I tell you I'm a big fan um, and Juliet says right here's the deal she says I need uh, an opening act for my stadium tour. And I need someone to appeal to the old fan base so I can do the new shit. Um, So since you're already singing my old songs, you're going to join me on tour. It's going to be a great fit. Um, And she says, oh my god, that's so amazing. She's like, listen, there's no cameras. You don't have to to play for the cameras. Take it down, Scotty. That's what's happening. Deal with it. Bye. And she shuts the door. And um, Glenn's there, and he says, do you know what? She reminds me of you when we started working together. And she goes, oh, you shut your mouth, Glenn. And they're all cute, and they're buddies. That's why do, they work do, well together. Do, 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 That's do, another do. sitcom. Um, well, Daphne, meanwhile, is uh, not happy with Maddie. Well, for one, she's lost a tooth. And now yeah. she's uh, she's saying, why would you leave me like that? Back at the, uh, at the, at the party thingy. Um, um the symphony. Oh, the symphony. Um, it's almost like you don't have any sympathy for me. Um, and uh, Maddie says, you know, you wouldn't understand. And Daphne says, well, you know, you're still my sister. Um, 
and Maddie says, I learned a new song, so um, it would be better if we sang it together. It's, uh, it's Deacon's song. And so Maddie gets the guitar out and she sings A Life That's Good with, uh, with Daphne. And is not this being able to sing along at the same time with all the yeah. breaks and the beats and the changing of the... They're that connected. Even though they're half sisters. They're half sisters. Yeah. Um, this song just... As, as I listened to this version of the song, it, it tugged at my heartstrings a bit because it, it comes back in a big, bad way later on. And Oh, really? Oh. In a bad way? Someone's well, actually going to make it a good song, then. Well, ah! Uh, and Raina's outside the room listening and she she's, tries to start singing along softly, but oh, wow. her voice is gone. She, she's she's, oh, she's holding been speaking her throat. speaking the entire she's... series so far. <laughs> Not a problem with any kind of speaking or even getting her voice raised up at all. <laughs> but immediately when she tries to add, you know... She tries to sing. She tries to sing, speak in D minor, suddenly, boom. Nope. It's a no-go. And that We is, can't do this. That is, that is season two, episode four. Called, called something. It's at the top of my screen, <laughs> at the top of my page here. Um, you're no angel yourself. You're no angel yourself. Okay. Um, like I said, a lot happened. A lot happened. Yeah. Okay, run through the three things that definitely happened. Um, Raina can't sing. What? Um, Peggy uh, accidentally reveals that she's engaged. Gets engaged and accidentally feels. Um, and Juliet yeah. teams up with Layla. See, it's a lot. Wow. And um, Gunnar and Will have a little breakup over a song. Yeah, again, um, that which will be solved in a couple of weeks' time anyway. Because it doesn't <laughs> fucking matter. What song? That is you? that is padding out. That is that we is padding out. Um, we need to take Nashville and bring it back into things that actually matter. <laughs> and if they don't matter, then have fun with the storyline. Don't make them all drama. Well, have one comedy storyline. Have one storyline in which two characters are like, oh, no, can you remember the last time I had my hat? We're going to have to run around the <laughs> town, find my hat and get into all kind of crazy scrapes. That's an episode. Well, where can we find you to, um, to try and get you back on track with Nashville and back in love with Nashville? Show you that you were enjoying I was enjoying season one. Yeah. And now we're in season two. And I'm a different... Season two, Andrew, is a different person to season one, Andrew. Season two, Andrew, has had an injection in his arm. Mm. And he's now on Twitter, at Ethan Runt. What about you? Where can we I... find you to, to preach to the choir, I guess? <laughs> I'm at Twitter on uh, movie at, at movie underscore mad on Twitter and Instagram. Um, you can find us on Twitter and... Um, yeah, uh, on Twitter at bluebird underscore pod. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at bluebird pod, um, facebook.com slash bluebird pod or at bluebird pod on Instagram. And you can email us at bluebirdpod at hotmail.com with your thoughts and feelings and who's your favourite character, what's your favourite song, how can you get to Andrew to love this even more. But that's that for this week. Now um, you need to uh, go and clean up more. Um, until... Stop making things more dirty. It's your I fault. Can't help it. Clean it up. Until wrong. next week. What is wrong with you? <laughs>